0: So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Hey friends, I'm Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher, and on my podcast, here's where it gets interesting. I dive deeply into the stories you haven't heard about America's greatest thinkers and figureheads. I also interview many of today's leading cultural experts like Adam Grant, Ken Burns, and Patrick radden Keith, who share their insights, challenge us to think in new and innovative ways. So follow Here's Where It Gets Interesting on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: ACAST helps
0: creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere.
2: ACAST.com
0: Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. Hey everyone, this is the Helping Friendly Podcast. Um, it's uh, Monday morning, October seventeenth, and um, I'm here with Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, now, how's it going? Great. Um, we made valiant efforts to do the quick eight yesterday from Saturday night show, but life intervened, and so we're going to talk Saturday and Sunday. Um, Jonathan, what do you think? Um, what you think of that night, to Charleston, especially uh, uh, you know compared to the the first night?
2: Well, I don't know if I want to compare it to the first night. I think first night had some really <laughs> good stuff, and uh, I think I think night two did as well. I'm sure some people would probably say, "Well, I wish they hadn't played three big Trey ballads in one show." But I like those songs. I, I'm not a huge fan of "Let Me Lie," but you know it's fine in the first set, and really everything else they were doing is just, they there's some great stuff just right out of the gate from the blaze on through. So. What, what did you think
0: well i'm I'm disappointed that you wouldn't take the bait but um <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah I think it was it was actually much better um I don't know this is, sort of sounds obvious i think but like it was much better to listen to than than I think what the set list uh glean the way you could glean from the set list you know um especially i mean the the first set was so long i think that i mean there's you know I don't know fifteen seventeen songs something like that and it did seem a little bit like Trey was kind of, it seemed like the first set was like what happens sometimes in the second set. Like they kept, Trey kept trying different songs and playing them for, you know, six, seven minutes, which in a first set is kind of awesome. And you get by the end of the set with a long, you know, Wolfman's brother. That's a pretty sweet way to end.
2: And it was a good Wolfman's brother, but also, you know, they, they did lengthwise kind of right in the maze intro, which is groovy. Um, uh, things people do was cool to hear uh you know as, as a band yeah. perform song as opposed to you know just listen to the demo version we have on the album uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was a great first set and then mercury still alive still out there I yeah, love that. You're, you're a
0: mercury you're
2: one of the mercury fan club people yeah i'm a, I'm a true believer um and then, so what do you think about? I always wanted to, wanted it this way. Live, we didn't talk about that in our Big Boat episode. Uh, That's so I'll say point. I like the album version. But what did you think about this?
0: I thought it was the the most interesting jam of the night, actually. Um, and I think Drew Fish, um, who who we both know, he yep. he said he commented on it and said it's like a, it sounds like a different sound, and that um, I definitely heard that. And I thought it was pretty fun to to hear another new song that could potentially. You know lead in different directions in terms of um in terms of jamming i feel like they're just they're having so much fun obviously especially with the new material and this seems like could be um could be a source of real like you know new new ground being broken in the future
2: well it's definitely co- the new new sound for sure it, it, although it sounds like i don't know like the new deal playing a fish song maybe um or the New Deal playing <laughs> right, like an right, LCD right. Sound System song. You remember the New Deal or mm-hmm, Particle mm-hmm. or those bands? You know, the, it, it sounded a little bit like those guys. It's just very synth, synth heavy. obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what brings them to mind. But I, I really, I dig it. And you're right; it, it was a good jam. We, when I tapped into a little bit of that Saturday night, and you know, my wife turned her head and said, "What is this? What are we listening to?" I was like, "This is Fish." Like, this is Fish. <laughs> right, I think that sums that up. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Well, well um, I think that yeah, that was it was really fun to hear, and I think it is a, it's a little bit of a different direction. Maybe it's mostly just Paige you know, because he's just obviously using some some different effects. But they, um, it's interesting if you look at the track list from Saturday Night. There's several, you know, nine nine to ten minute songs. Um, right. But I feel like they, as you've said in the past, I, I think this is like. These are good micro jams they get there fast and they they push push new ground a little bit and then kind of move on to the next one so i think being there um would have been really fun um any other highlights from set two for you
2: uh well i mean i always like fuego i thought the sand was good there was a moment listening to the sand in the car i was driving so i may have zoned out a little but there was a moment where i thought wait a second is this you know, it, it almost sounded a little like antelope at one point kinda of late in the jam and it was just tonally, and obviously the bass line is kind of still there and it's mm-hmm. not an antelope and somebody's gonna laugh at this, but you know, it just it didn't quite feel like sand there for a minute. They transported me, which is I think a good thing for for that song. Nice. Anyways, I, I like that combination. I like I thought that was a good pairing.
0: Nice. Um, well, maybe we should, um, given that we're doing two shows, maybe we should should play some of the um, I've always, I always Wanted It This Way um, now and then come back and talk about the Sunday show. What do you think? I think that's a grand idea. Wonderful. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a
2: lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking... I can't quite believe this is happening.
0: Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get
2: podcasts.
0: right so jonathan sunday never miss a sunday show um that's the rumor that's the rumor um apparently it was the first first time fish had ever played in jacksonville and we've been we wanted to get our, our our friend um jillian on but couldn't couldn't make it work um but we're very happy that she got to got to go last night and see her first show in a while but um definitely what um what stood out to you from the first set of night last night
2: well, I'm just so proud of Fish, you know, they've been working really hard and they finally had their Jacksonville debut. Um that's
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hard to get a date there, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's a competitive market. Uh, no, but um it, yeah, I think it was a good show. I, I really overall just this this is a great three show kickoff to the tour. I think it bodes well for um, everything that's next, which you know, you can't Trust Fish didn't necessarily do that, but you know, to keep going upwards or whatever. But uh, I think they they came on strong. Kill Devil Falls. Um, I love that they keep. They went back to Nelly Kane. Stash was a little uh, loose in the beginning, but I thought it it paid off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Petrichor again. Uh, another. I'm not surprised that we're going to see that almost every venue probably. Um, uh, Mike song in the first set. I, I thought. I, I was enjoying the show. What did you, you think of that first set? Yeah, it
0: was fun to to be listening along. Um, the um, my webcast kept going in and out. I don't know why, Jonathan. I think it's a, it's a huge mystery. But um, it was <laughs> it was fun to they were they seemed to be hopping all over the place. I liked. I turned it on like halfway through Kill, Kill Devil Falls, and um, the jam was just really beautiful for a, a first set opener, Kill Devil Falls. So I thought that was like a really cool. Um, a really cool opener and and seemed like they were they were feeling pretty good. Um
2: it, it charged in at like a what 9 minutes or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, pretty so, pretty solid. I'm I'm really impressed with Petricor live. I'm not like a you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I was slightly skeptical mostly because I think we're all a little bit scarred from Time Turns Elastic, but um <laughs> it's a good good description, you know. But it's really cool and they they they're playing it well and it seems like the crowd is reacting well and so that, that makes me really happy just to see that making rotation. I think um, Alex Fish at the man said today every city gets a gets a petric core. It's like the Fuego of Fuego of two thousand sixteen. But I, I don't have a problem with that if I see it. What about you?
2: I'm ready to see it when I when they get to Vegas. So um, hopefully they will have opened up all of the jam sections and it'll be a twenty seven minute somebody's gonna Curse me for saying yes. this, Twenty seven minute Petrichor, <laughs> yeah. and um, but you'll thank me when it's over.
0: We we will we will. <laughs> Thanks will be in order for it to you. Um, yeah, and i I'm, I think we um we the collective we as a as a community probably are still you know getting through the second set and digesting it. But um, there's a lot of interesting um, some interesting gems there. The cross eyed and painless seem to be a little bit of a of a theme throughout the set. Um, yeah it
2: cropped up not as much as they did uh in the summer, but I like the way it just kind of got into a, a weird space and they said they they just kicked into steam. I thought that was a very good call yeah,
0: um, and people are loving the steam based on the reviews i've seen so far um, which is which is pretty great um, it's good. the um some slow down after the piper which is, the piper is pretty long and then wingsuit yep. and then you know some-
2: we we, we- could and probably should just talk all about the Piper. I think the Piper is kind of a big deal. You know, it's not a um, late 90s, you know, build accelerando Piper, but it's, you know, it's the modern let's jump right in and play Piper yeah. kind of version of it. But then they take off and, uh, and it, it's a good jam. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm going to go back to it again uh, later today. And yeah. Try and fully digest it. And I like the that it comes in a wingsuit on it. Yeah, and you gotta people.
0: you gotta go through it a few times before you totally like totally get it right. That's a, that's a good sign of a good jam, I think.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, um, and you, you don't want to just talk about the piper just because that happens to be one of your children's names.
2: No, that's not why.
0: No, um, you just like not because you just like saying piper. Um, no, it's <laughs> it a really good jam, and the landing into wingsuit is always a always a great thing. Um, I'm sure that we're going to hear about us you know fourth quarter third third and sorry we said we wouldn't do sports analogies
2: yeah yeah don't don't sports my fish come on (laughs) but
0: um (laughs) it just seems like there's um i don't know i I, this is you and i being fish apologists but like i just don't it doesn't bother me that they play what they want at any part of the show but after you know solid 40 minutes of jams with cross side steam and piper they play a few slower
2: songs and then you know, and is sparkle with it and really help. a slower song. True. I mean, just, it, yeah. it doesn't have the heady jam. <laughs> only, bro. only at the beginning. Right. Yeah, you're right. It's not, a, it's not a big jam song, but that's not a slow down. And then wedge. I'll take the wedge any day. Perfect or not jammed or not. I mean, most of them, only a couple of them ever really are jammed. So I'll take wedge. I love that song.
0: Yeah. It's a great song. Um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people there were loving it. I know. Um, Especially probably especially Tom Tom Marshall who was there, um, sure. who played a couple of his his tunes um, toward the end there, which is which is always fun. Actually maybe all of all is sort of a almost a full Tom Marshall second set there, um, which is cool. Um, yep. And I don't know, just a fun um, little Skinnered cover at the end, and then a Character Zero, which is one of my favorite closers, just because it's it's just so rocking, even though it's Rock. people make and fun you- of it.
2: And they have to do Skinnerd. I mean, come on, you're in Jacksonville. This is this is it's the right place.
0: It's so. the right place, exactly. Um, well, Jonathan, what are any other takeaways, or should we send send people off with a little clip from from last night?
2: I think people should be excited for uh, Nashville. Um, I think that's that's the takeaway that I've I've, I've got right now.
0: Nice, um, I love they're, it.
2: They're not playing poorly, and there's a lot lot of tour left ahead of us. So awesome. very excited.
0: I am super excited for Atlanta, even though it's several shows away. But um, and I'm sure you're excited for Vegas, which must must seem like ages from now. Ah,
2: it's forever from now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there somehow. Um, and we're going to have a few people on, of course, to help us uh, help us review the Nashville Nashville shows. Um, so hope everyone can tune in uh, on Wednesday Wednesday morning. We'll be bringing you some stuff from from Nashville Part One.
2: All right, I'm excited to do that. Uh, what are we going to play them from this Jacksonville show?
0: Hmm. Maybe the it seems like the piper is, is worth breaking down and exploring a little bit. Does that sound sound right Sounds to you? Sounds all right to me. Yeah, cool. All right, let's do it, and um, we'll leave you all with some of the piper from last night, and hope everyone enjoys. And thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all later this week. Um, thanks, Jonathan.
2: Thanks, thanks, RJ.
0: All right, keep on rocking.
2: Powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
1: Hey friends, I'm Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher, and on my podcast, here's where it gets interesting. I dive deeply into the stories you haven't heard about America's greatest thinkers and figureheads. I also interview many of today's leading cultural experts like Adam Grant, Ken Burns, and Patrick Radden who share their insights challenge us to think in new and innovative ways. So follow Here's Where It Gets Interesting on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Acast helps
0: creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere.
1: Acast.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? (sighs) Oh, a book club. (sighs)